thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. 741 you are with SFM 104 to 107 and of course this is where we look at small stories, big ideas, massive inspiration. People who are moving their way through a difficult economic time but also rethinking, re emerging, reimagining in so many different ways. On the line with us, we have Becky Dubé. He's the founder and CEO of Curiosity. Now, Curiosity is a hybrid hotel and there are diversity of them. Originally, three Curiosity hotel and hostel properties, Johannesburg, Cape Town and Durban. There are some shifts taking place and uh, we thought we'd get some insights into that from Becky. Becky, it's always a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Michelle, thank you so much for having me. How are you? All the better for speaking to you, mister. <laughs> Becky, you um, you know, we spoke recently and you spoke about the fact that, yes, you have three Curiosity Hotel and Hostel properties, but you've had to rethink and reimagine, uh, I sure. suppose, rewire completely, given COVID-19, the pandemic, and what has been going on over the last year. Talk to us about what you've experienced and what you've then had to do to shift and change? For sure. I mean, you know, when we spoke over a year ago, the future was very bright. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it had um, a very clear, I guess, scale and operations model. And then COVID happened and we had to really, really thoroughly just look at each and every line item and, and see what's high threat in the business and get rid of high threat items. And also in the same time, really trying to stick to our vision, which is to grow this network of African hybrid hotels and experiences across the country itself. So I think since we last spoke and since the last 10 months, um, we've really, we took a conscious decision to stay open where we could. And then, you know, like sites like our Durban site really where I guess we had a very unethical landlord um, stuck to his ways, was wanting to charge um, normal rent during a pandemic. But to terminate those high-threat items and, and, and in, the, in parallel also trying to find, you know, I think greener pastures, better yeah. sites um, within those key markets and, and in better landscape itself. And I guess with, with a different model. So if you look at a concept like Curiosity, it's initial, you know, I, I opened it when I was 21, some sort of blind vision. Yeah. And, it, and its initial really scale was based on a lease model where we would find the right properties, find the right developer. They commit to CapEx. We commit to FFME. Yeah. We open up the site. We move on. That was the fastest way really scaling at that time. But um, as we shift now and pivot and, and go through a new a new way of basically doing this business. I yeah. think we're looking more now at either owning prop codes or managing prop codes and really looking at soft leases. Huh. Um, and okay. and you, yeah. You, you, spoke to, you, you were just telling me the other day that, that, that you've had to shift your, your KZN property and you're looking at a slightly different um, vision for that, which was, which was a surprise because I, the thing I love about the Etiquini KZN property is I can just um, dash down to the beach and take a few surf lessons. But you are thinking of something slightly different. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we're looking, we're aggressively looking in areas like Nsanga, yeah. um, areas that are just really slam dunk and make financial sense, ecosystems that are are not too disruptive. It's a plug and play. Yeah. Um, 
And I guess, you know, when, when I went into KZN about in the year 2016 with a grand vision of the entire Rivertown area, yeah. you know, the initial developers that have bought properties there wanted to really transform that area to become almost what Mabonen has been today in Johannesburg. Yes. And unfortunately, it was quite very slow and the market didn't take Take on very well there. And um, but landlords that then took over those assets were were completely very short-sighted without um, an urban regeneration um, agenda in in the top of their head. So, so yeah, so we're looking for new opportunities. We're looking for um, functional, you know, ecosystems. We're looking for either a prop co-play or management agreement or really leases that just make sense from a business and economic point of view. But also really reshifting the model to to serve um, and service the local clientele, you know. I think a lot of hospitality brands got to carry it away and built business models that are servicing the international market. And part of COVID really was to say, how do you build financially feasible business models that where numbers make sense from a local market point of view? So, Becky, I'm so interested in what you're saying about financial business models because essentially what, what you talk about, PropCo, so you're saying rather look at leasing and or, and or look instead at management. So you're saying instead of buying the property and having that kind of challenge, what, what's working better for you is to look at management. And I know that there's a very interesting project that you're involved in in Gauteng, Tell us, in Nairox, tell us a little bit about that one in the Nairox uh, beautiful park and that area in the cradle of humankind. For sure. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is stay away from leases, <laughs> particularly high, high threat leases, yeah. and look at maybe soft prop court deals where you own ownership into the prop court. Oh, so you're saying and one then, should own? Yeah, and then aggressively okay. also look at management agreements. That's how really the whole industry has grown, you know, uh, four seasons. Is a very good example of a business that, you know, doesn't own its properties, but they own management agreements. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the next few weeks, probably in two weeks, we're going to be rolling out a very, very important project, which is um, nestled in the cradle of humankind. And it's really based around this idea of just being sensitive, local and organic and wise and yeah. uh, creating projects that are um, entrenched into basically nature. And I think the next wave of, of, of just travel or where we're heading to is connecting back to ourselves, others, and nature. Yes. And um, creating, I think, wellness, at, putting wellness at the forefront, wellness and well-being at the forefront, but also really impact um, focus projects itself. Um, so that's a very, very good example of a project where um, we've looked at the management agreement um, and uh, we bring in basically our management um, uh, team to run the site itself. Yeah. But um, it's, 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 a, it's a true sense and source basically of just hospitality and how we should be doing things. I suppose in no. closing, Becky, the question would be, and, I, and I'm glad you clarified that because I was a little unsure about what, I didn't realize that PropCo actually meant that you do look at potential buying. I thought it was all just a lease-based thing, but so potential buying or potential and or potential management. But I suppose in closing, one has to look at the idea or the question of the fact that 
the borders remain closed on certain levels. It's difficult for people to get in and out of the country. We may see a very slow international tourism engagement in this country, which means one has to focus on domestic and one has to look at the costing of domestic as well. So um, just talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the borders are closed. There's no tourism. Um, The local market really travels either on a Friday and Saturday. And then you're almost left with the rest of the week to try and figure it out. <laughs> so what we've been really able to do with Curiosity is almost take a large segment of our room type, put them on either weekly and monthly rentals yeah. to be able to pivot this time. That's always been really our de-risking model. Um, so you have a large inventory of your rooms really as short-term rentals. Uh, there's a lot of people downscaling, looking for affordable luxury, wanting to live almost a hotel life. But also remember, curiosity is not just accommodation, it's also experiences. Yeah. So a large number of basically our experiences we've just taken virtually. So these range from um, corporate and business school immersions, urban geography school tours, where we've really just gone in depth and created fascinating just online content where we also engage with other entrepreneurs that are changing and shifting the uh, ecosystems in which we operate in like Johannesburg. So... We're to really, really, really pivot and, and, and find alternative ways and saying how do we still stay true to our community um, yeah. and make sure that we're able to service them, you know, and you focus on your green offshoots in terms of um, the clients that you're servicing before, how to continue to service them now that you, you, you can't be in the same spaces. Inspirational. Becky, you're doing amazing work and uh, certainly are quite a leader when it comes to what's going on in the tourism space. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Becky Dubert of Curiosity Hostels, but also uh, focusing on some other really interesting projects as well. And as he says, uh, nature, health and wellness and much more as we look towards 2021. It's 10 to 8.